0: I'm McKinney Smith. In 2009, while going through a divorce, I decided to jump straight into entrepreneurship. In 2012, I lost my sister and asked myself, What legacy do I want to leave behind? Since then, I've become a serial entrepreneur, helping other women publish their books, produce their podcasts, and reach their big goals to walk in their greatness. I realized the importance of sharing our stories of resilience and how it can be another's guide to walk in a manner worthy of their calling. We are blessed to be a blessing. So get ready to be blessed with an inspiring testimony. Hey Legacy Leavers, thank you for joining us on the Awaka My Stilettos podcast, the top 1.5% most popular show in the world where we have conversations with amazing women that are letting us step into their shoes. I help women to own their voice so they can create impact, prosperity, and legacy. I get inspired when I see another woman succeeding, but what interests me more is her backstory and her mindset on how she got there. So today's guest is about to bless us. So Since you're already here, you may as well subscribe. Today we have Nikki Saunders. She's the host of the Nikki and Moose podcast, giving you an inside look into the world's top personal brands and businesses to reveal the blueprint behind their success. She's also the CEO of Deeper Than The Brand and head of media for Dr. Eric Thomas, In the world of content creation and social media strategy, Nikki Saunders is an influential voice who educates her mass following on growing their online presence with techniques that are organic and impactful. As a personal branding specialist, best known for her skill in video editing, uh, Nikki is driven to help her digital community by not only giving them tools and resources that are distinctive from others, but to help them feel comfortable with telling their stories in a way that feels true to them. So please welcome to the show, Nikki Saunders. Hey. Hey. Uh, I I got my own. I love, I love it. it. I, I love, love it. it. Thank yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and to share your gems with us. I've been following you on Instagram since 2018 That's and um, been watching your journey. You know, I've, I've listened to you speak on podcast secrets revealed on clubhouse. So um, I just, I love your authenticity and I'm just grateful that you're here with us today.
1: Thank you. Thank, look, that's all I know how to do is be me. I can do anything else. I don't know how other people do it on social media. I could only be me. me. Right? <laughs> I it. get it.
0: I get it. And you know that that's the beauty of um, well, what I feel is the beauty of especially this podcast, because you know, social media shows you people's highlight reel. And on yeah. the podcast, we get real. <laughs> you know, we gotcha. talk about the adversities that we've had to go through to get to where, you know, we are. And we talk about the, the not-so-pretty things ab- about the journey. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're not sitting here, you know, focusing on only uh, the great things, but giving people the tools and the resources to, you know, get through anything that they're dealing with right now.
1: Oh, praise God for your
0: podcast then.
1: <laughs> I mean, there needs to be more information like that because... <laughs> It is what it is out
0: there in these streets, but we here, so yes. that's all that matters. Yes, yes. So, okay, before we get to where we are presently, yeah. as an icebreaker question, you know, uh, because, you know, just to start things off and, and get a sense of where you were before you got to where you are presently. When we're children, we have these vivid imaginations and, yeah. you know, all these things about what we wanted or want to do or who we want to be and mm-hmm. society starts to limit us and shape us and block us by telling us to either be realistic or trying to get us to conform so before mm-hmm. that all happened i would love to know what you wanted to be when you're little see now that's
1: a complicated question for the simple fact that i was that kid that didn't know what mm-hmm. they wanted right Almost even to like my 20s. I still didn't know what Mm -hmm. I wanted. And I was full blown in the Navy, had a career, all that great stuff. I still didn't know what I wanted. Um, I think when I break it down, I didn't know what I wanted because I didn't see what is happening today. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, you can only want when you're a kid what is in front of you. Right? Right what you're exposed to. And I wasn't exposed to clearly social media. I wasn't exposed to the network that I have, you know, of just being able to create a career out of anything Mm -hmm. and have ownership in it. Not always working a nine to five, even though shout out to my nine to fives. I love y'all. Right. Mm -hmm. I was there, but I was that kid that couldn't, know wouldn't know what they wanted to do because they needed to be exposed to it what was i basing life out of my mom Mm -hmm. who who killed it like did an amazing job and i was like yeah my mom makes a lot of money for (laughs) for uh, this for like an Mm -hmm. assistant hold on okay there's got to be more because i can't i can't take orders from people i can't do that Mm -hmm. um so yeah i i didn't know but I'm happy that I didn't know because it kept my mind open for what is now.
0: Mm, I love that, so okay, so it it sounds like for you and and this is why I feel like representation matters because yeah. you said like you it was you know what you were exposed to and and what you saw, yeah, um so you know you didn't have then what we have now, but then also speaking to the beauty of exploration and us being able to explore to discover. Yeah. what you know what we want to be or who we want to be yeah because uh, like i'm an
1: only child right so my mom kept me in the crib uh through video games cuz i mm. lived in i lived in new york so we ain't having you out in these streets play video games so my imagination was mm. crazy cuz everything was virtual which is why i love the metaverse now cuz it makes my life gotcha. so much better <laughs> but so everything that I was imagining and seeing was based off video games and and kind of like a virtual reality kind of vibe. So anything was possible, but matching it to real life, I couldn't figure that out until later on where clearly in how I was raised, there was two different worlds. And now to some people with social media And real world, that's two different worlds as well. So Mm -hmm. it kind of translated and I didn't even know until later on, like, oh, I was, I I didn't, I couldn't figure it out. But I'm cool with how to make the real world and social media or virtual world kind of combined as one and truly understand how you act as yourself in both.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Okay, so walk us through the journey of how you got to where you are presently i mean yeah. you know you started out as a kid playing video games living in the virtual world yeah. and now you're a woman creating content so walk us through that that journey of how you got to where you are
1: yeah so crazy thing is i was in the navy for 9 years right as an it nothing of social media video editing nothing like that right mm-hmm. um i got out and I didn't know what to do. I, d- I felt like outside of the Navy, IT wasn't going to be it. Like I d- it, d- it didn't feel right. Like it was making a lot of money, but it didn't feel right. So I was kind of in search of what is this new thing? Like I love telling stories. I was, I was to social media. I was one of those, right. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't figure it out. So then I joined this online community uh that, doctor thomas had because like anybody else i watched the videos and i was like who is this man yelling at me <laughs> um, you know what's what's happening but why am i so intrigued and i got binged watch and he had this like black friday sale and i was like i'm all in let's go <laughs> but the the crazy part it was this was my first time in an in an online community and i was just oh i get to talk to people without necessarily meeting them let's go That's my introvert side. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was just adding value and I was at all the events and they were like, yo, we need help with social media. Right. Because a little bit before I would try to do these videos that would mash up ease voice with like something visual. So if he's saying grind hard, I'm showing somebody doing like weights and stuff like that. So it's a mashup video. Mm-hmm. And he, they were like, his team was like, "Yo, you're pretty dope. You want to try this out? This is a gap." I said, "I'm addicted to social media. I can create content, basically. Let's let's do it, right?" Because mm-hmm. I would go to all the events with my phone, just my phone, no camera, and I would create clips right on my phone through some of the apps. And they were like, "This is way faster than the professional stuff." Mm -hmm. so they were like, try it. I said, okay. And by me understanding with social media, we ain't on it to be sold to, but to get value from it. I just Mm -hmm. added, I took some of the old clips that he had and um, some of the stuff we did at the events. And I added value to his social media platforms by giving the people what they exactly wanted and not trying to sell them. And it grew from 300 K to 2.1 million followers right now by doing that. So yeah, that's kind of like I wasn't doing this at all to giving an opportunity just based off, you know how to tell a story based off these things and you understand the, the importance of value here, run the mm-hmm. social media. And like, that's why I really believe that real life situations translates into social media. You just got
0: to figure out how they connect. Absolutely. And, you know, even just me reaching out to you to have you on here, the beauty of social media, I feel is like the connections um, in the community that I've been able to find through social media. You know, we hear all the time people say like negative things about social media or, mm-hmm. you know, they'll and point out all the things, but I truly believe it's how you use it. It's what you are looking to get out of it. Like right. you said, you know, you joined this online community um, that, that ET had and you know, what you've been able to do in growing his community and creating content. What's your favorite type of content to create? Live content. Like, well, yeah. What I mean by that, like
1: literally like live streams, right? So I can go, on instagram do probably 20 30 minutes on live and then i can clip that up into 15 to 30 second clips based off the uh some of the important tips that i gave make that as reels make that as stories tiktoks youtube shorts i could take maybe two minutes into that i can make that into a instagram video. A Twitter uh, video, Facebook watch. I could take a good eight minute, seven minutes of that. Um, so I could repurpose live with just the intent of connecting with the people, understanding that since I'm connecting with the people with live, the, con- the content that comes out of it is still going to connect with people and still going to create shareable content. So it's easier to do that instead of, for me, uh pre-recorded stuff. Now, for Eric Thomas, you know, it's straight reels or really short videos of straight motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have to tell you the story. We don't have to tell you. Sometimes they want the story. The the core people want to know about his wife and his kids and things like that. But we we don't care. We want you to. Tell us how to get to the next level. So those short form videos have been key uh,
0: for a bit um, and it gets a lot of engagement. You just taught me something because I'm one of those people like I'm I'm a huge introvert. So even when I started growing on social media, it was like hard for me at first to to deal with. So I've always stayed away from video. Like even with my mm. podcast, everyone's like, when are you going to convert to adding video? I'm like, yeah, I'm getting around to it. Mind you, I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> I should, but I'm not. Um, but I'm always trying to repurpose, whether it be the podcast or other things. But what you said about just going live, like sometimes I'm like, oh, what do I, what do I even go live about? But yeah. you take that live and you multipurpose it on so many other platforms and in so many different ways Like I didn't even
1: think of that. Yeah. Think about it. Like um, so prime example is Mm -hmm. when we promote this episode, right. Mm -hmm. You could go live with me Mm. for about 20, 30 minutes, say ask some questions that possibly didn't ask here or kind of ask a question in a different way and they could get the full answer on the podcast, right. Promote the podcast Mm -hmm. on the, on the live then clip up that particular one and says, we go deeper into it in the podcast, go listen to episode so-and-so, and it gives you that video experience, but they, they get a deeper dive into the audio experience. So the call to action would
0: be the uh, listen to the podcast. Right. See, my mind is blown right now. I'm sitting here in silence. And I'm like, <laughs> you are so right. I would stop overthinking. What do I go live about? He's wow. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. That's Thank what I'm here you. for.
0: Thank you. Okay. So what what do you love most about content creating?
1: The ability to say a message from just an idea. You know? Like mm-hmm. and people overthink content. Mm-hmm. I could take a picture of a bottle that's content. People who did uh Facebook statuses. When it was popping, mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm uh, I'm going to the theater. That's content. If right. you've ever posted anything, it's content, right? But the best part of it is being yourself and showing that, saying an idea in your head and making it visual out of nothing, just out of nothing mm-hmm. is the best part because that's what makes you unique. There's a lot of content out there. Mm-hmm. But what's in your head is not out there. Mm. So when you put it on a video, a picture, a infographic, a quote, an audio, and you post it. That's, that hasn't been out there. Now, we tend to look at, you know, other people and we grab their style. So then it starts to look like or sound like what we already see. But mm-hmm. if we just go with our straight thoughts and who we honestly are and put that out there and not really worry about how does this look? What does this sound? How does this like? No, nah, just do that. Nine out of 10 times we're overthinking. Very true. So, yeah. So if we just post that, we're going to attract people who are looking for that. who mm-hmm. are looking for. True, authentic content. Whether it's from a motivational standpoint, an educational standpoint, um, an entertainment standpoint, whatever those reasons may be, we're still looking for genuine, authentic content that we can connect to. Mm -hmm. So that literally comes from the thoughts and the ideas to your head and you just being genuine with it. Now, that's not saying don't try to make it look good. (laughs) <laughs> right. But if if you haven't even mastered just being yourself on there, master that first before you get it looking all sexy with the transitions and, and different fonts and colors and all that great stuff.
0: You know, you spoke to content just being like what's in your head and, and, and getting it out there. What mm-hmm. advice would you give to someone who's listening right now that has all these ideas in their head but they don't they don't even know where to start?
1: Start well so there's different types, right? So you have introverts, extroverts, and amiverts, right? Mm -hmm. If you are an extrovert, press record. That's all I'm going to say. Don't (laughs) worry about the camera. Don't do anything else. Press record and talk. Whether it's from a video, an audio standpoint, talk, Mm -hmm. right? You're probably going to say some dope within that, that recording, trim it up. Whether it's from a, a video editing app such as like CapCut or InShot, right? Or you could do the natural editing uh, tools in your phone that -hmm. they have and trim it up and post it, right? If you are an introvert, go on Canva, write out your thoughts, post it. Mm. Find a dope template. Maybe you have like some tips. They have a little cool checklist thing. That uh, you could do right if you just type checklists or something, mm-hmm. take that, change the color up if you want to to your favorite color. Post that. If you are an AmiVert, figure out which one you want to do: picture, video, uh, written at that time. Post that. Just do that.
0: There's, mm-hmm. there's,
1: it's not about what's the best app, which I could say, but. It's not about that. It's not about who, who, uh, video editor, uh, videographer, graphic designer. I need all this. Eventually when you blow up or when you are exhausted, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. Right now, not so much. Just figure out what your brand is supposed to look like. Figure out how you want the tone to be. Figure out How the styles that you desire to have, but it first takes just you posting.
0: Mm -hmm. I love how you broke that down into personality types because that simplified it for me. Because sometimes I'm overthinking again, because I told you I'm an introvert, I shy away Mm -hmm. from video as much as possible. I went through a phase where I challenged myself to do like 30 reels for I did a reel a day for like over 30 days. Um, Mm -hmm. but As an introvert, when you said just go to Canva and write stuff out, like, that is so easy to me. I live on Canva. I thrive (laughs) on Canva. Mm -hmm. But that just simplified it for me. So for anyone who is listening and doesn't know where to start, like, just looking at your personality type and you just broke it down, like, where they can start. I love that. Yes. it's it's, Like I said, I try to make everything not that deep. It's not. Mm
1: -hmm. Like, and right now, they can turn off servers. Mm -hmm. You still are you. That does that part doesn't change. Your yeah. your business is still your business. That that part does not change. Mm-hmm. So why do we have to overthink? But that's because we are worried about what people think about our brands and our businesses. Mm-hmm. So we have to look the part because perceptions everything. But we could change the perception, yes, of what they think. Absolutely, and that just requires you know us being consistent. Present, like presence beats quality anytime. Mm-hmm. If I show up on social media every single day when you need uh, help with creating content, personal branding, whatever in that kind of feels so- social media stuff. And there's other people who may have the fire content, have all the animated stuff that shows you how to grow a following, but that's only once a month.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm going to beat that every single time because I'm there giving tips. Yeah. I just may not look sexy doing it, but (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm out here giving you the value. So people are going to rock with presence over quality. Anytime. Not saying quality doesn't count, but if you're not out there, we don't know who you are. And we can't
0: really say you're the best of the best unless you're out there. Right. Yeah. That content over perfection. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, you know, you you spoke to, you know, showing up as your true self, showing up, yep. um, you know, who you are online. What does authenticity mean to you? Oh, that, could, that could be a loaded question. I'm going
1: <laughs> to try to make it as simple like I always make everything else. But, man. I would have to say is understanding self, right? Which not a lot of us really take the time to do
0: mm-hmm.
1: and to put out like if to be authentic and to put out authentic from an easy standpoint, I always from like a branding situation, I always say, like I spoke earlier, are you an introvert, extrovert or amy-vert? Mm-hmm. Like, are you the type that likes to be in front of the camera, behind the camera. Are you the type that uh loves to be spontaneous and, and just go and create as you go? Are you more planned and detailed? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. If you if you understand that first, then you could show up just like that. And not be waived to do the opposite of who you are,
0: right.
1: so regardless of what you think everybody is doing. The crazy thing is, we say, "Oh, everybody's doing video." Well, who is everybody? You follow three thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a small speck of the world. Mm-hmm. You know I mean so? Yep. Then you're like, but the trending stuff. You, They give you what you consume the most of based off your following.
0: Your algorithms, right? Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm.
1: So I know a whole bunch of photographers that all they see is photos. They don't feel waived to do video. Now, they may try here and there to try to attract a different audience, but they stay true to who they are. Why? Because they say, yo, I don't, I'm not the person in front of the camera. I'm an introvert. I'm more of behind the scenes. I'll take the photos. So let me do that. Now, of course you have some outliers that are like, I could do the photos and I could do be in front of them and teach the people. Absolutely. There's some mm-hmm. few. you. Yeah. But the ones who are killing it on social media, Understand who they are. Mm-hmm. And before you do anything to be truly authentic, you have to know who you are and what are your values. And mm-hmm. then that could translate into
0: your content once you figure that out. I love it. Okay. So what what inspires you the most about what you do? The impact,
1: the, the way people are truly, understanding how to brand themselves and seeing that their voice is actually being heard just Mm -hmm. by being present, just by posting this, just by trying this feature out. There are other people that like them. There are other people that rock with them and people love to feel accepted Mm -hmm. and feel as if, Possibly their status is growing because their community, their following is growing. So the impact of what I do is means the world to me. Cause it's not about money or anything. It's Mm -hmm. to literally say, yo, I didn't think I could do this. And now I have paying me because of the content that I post Mm -hmm. people are. The, and this is what people are telling me like people are booking me because I have a presence and I have a catalog of work on my social media mm-hmm. that means more than anything because it allows people to be them true selves instead of behind the scenes and allowing from before the networks and the gatekeepers say mm-hmm. who's hot and who's not and we have more control.
0: Yeah. Uh so I I love that you, know, you talk about the the gatekeepers and having mm-hmm. control and ownership. So I help women to self-publish their books. I give them permission to publish because traditional publishers, you know, for years have been the gatekeepers and right. showing women that they can not only own their content, own their royalties, own their stories um that they're they're putting out there but just that permission to publish because Sometimes we give the, I'm going to say, the idea of these gatekeepers too much power, when right. we have the ability to take our power back. Big facts, big facts. Yeah, it's big. It's um,
1: things is just change, right? So, what well, we used to need to ask to have a radio station, we could create our own podcast. Yeah. What well, we asked to have an article in the newspaper, we can have our own blog. Mm-hmm. We ask to have a show on a network and we can have our own YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Like things are just changing and, and people just need to understand that there's still room for them because it's not done the way they did it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. So a lot of, I'm going to say a lot of entrepreneurs and actually not just entrepreneurs because nine to fivers had to deal with that as well. But, you know, because of the pandemic, a lot of people Mm -hmm. have had to either adjust or pivot, whether it be how they market, how they brand, how they do their business. I'd love to know how has it affected you on your journey with business? But the pandemic? Yes. Oh,
1: it skyrocketed. (laughs) I ain't going to hold you. Like... I wish I could have like this other story of the ups and downs, but the pandemic made people want to have brands and made people want to learn how to do content Mm -hmm. and want to listen to the person who was already going live Monday through Friday, every single day, every single week. Mm -hmm. Because what happened during the pandemic, people went live a lot. And Mm -hmm. then they faded out. People were doing content a lot It faded out. People would try to launch stuff, but they didn't have any credibility because it looked like now, oh, you're doing it because everybody's home. Yeah. When, so this is the, that was the time that people were putting true importance into understanding how to create content and understanding how to create a personal brand. Mm -hmm. So when you've been doing it on a consistent basis, that's why I say presence beats quality. Mm
0: -hmm. They're going to
1: go back to the person who was present. Yeah. Even when they weren't ready. A lot of people weren't. I'll say this. A lot of people are not going to be ready for the information you put out right away, but they're going to remember it. And so when they are ready to receive it, they come right back to you because they know where to find you because you've been present consistently. And that's mm-hmm. what happened during the pandemic. And, you know, especially with like Clubhouse and things like that. Like it just started. People are like, yo, Nikki, Nikki knows what she's talking about. Hold mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Where, where was I before? That's a good question. I don't know where you were. You're, you're home. Hello. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Welcome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the pandemic um, really made sense for me and really, you know, blew things up. I started my podcast. Shout out mm-hmm. to Nikki and Moose, mm-hmm. right? Because um, now we have time, you know, mm-hmm. the yeah, pandemic yeah, gave you yeah. some time. <laughs> um, so now we had time and now we make time. But it really helped me from a personal standpoint, too, that people do need what you have. They just have certain seasons of when they're ready to receive it. Mm. That's
0: a quotable right there. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Love that. Wow. Okay. so before we get to the final segment of the show. I want you to tell people where they can stay connected with you online and learn more from and about Nikki Saunders.
1: Absolutely. So um, I'm super active on two platforms right now. Well, technically three. So Instagram is my main boo. I always say that she's my main boo, right? Uh, You can find me at uh, this is Nikki's anywhere, really, whatever your favorite platform is, but Instagram is my favorite super heavy this year. So you can find me same Nikki Saunders or at this is Nikki's over there. And then of course, uh, YouTube for Nikki and Moose, we heavy over there over 300 videos. Mm. We growing over there. So um, those are the three platforms. And of course, uh, Nikki and with the podcast, because that's my whole thing. Like I love breaking down, how high up people like celebrities and influencers, mm-hmm. what we can learn from them from a branding standpoint and mm-hmm. giving that back to the people, mm-hmm. right? Cause other people do the accolades and what they've done and the, the drama and the gossip. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what can we learn from a Will Smith? What can yeah. we learn from like a Jay-Z uh, Kim Kardashian? We can learn from them. Mm-hmm. But how does it apply to our brand? So I do that on on Nikki and Moose. So those are my those are my areas.
0: You yeah, mean? Okay. So number one is Instagram. Number two is Clubhouse. Yes. Number three is YouTube, yes. and then number four the Nikki and Moose podcast. No, no, not Clubhouse. LinkedIn. That's sorry. LinkedIn. We not, there we go.
1: LinkedIn. We not on Clubhouse no more. I, okay. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They trying to do uh, LinkedIn audios now. We may be over there. Yeah,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. I just learned something new. Okay. E-E. Okay. Okay. So the final segment of the show, I call it a walk in her wisdom. I say that it's more or less like a rapid fire, but sometimes I break my own rules and ask you to unpack. Okay. So, um, you know, whether you want to answer one word, one sentence, whatever you want to do. So what's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Ooh, best advice would probably have to be, um, I don't know if it was the advice or the statement if you want. No, it was advice. If you want people to get off your back, you have to be too busy for them to to mess with you. So for me, and some people may understand this, like because of my serving heart and because of the background with the Navy, I was always like saying I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. I could do this but then that sets you up to get these tasks that you don't necessarily need to do.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I was like, why can't certain people see when I was working my nine to five, why can't people see what I honestly do? Right. So somebody told me, Yo, if you want people to take you serious and, and leave you alone, be so busy that they, they're like, Oh, I can't, I can't mess with Nikki. I can't, Mm Like she's out, you know, taking over the world. I can't right. mess with that. With this, okay. so yeah, that that was the best advice. I still take it to this day. Okay, what's the worst advice you've ever received? Tuh, <laughs> um, you're gonna get rich with an ebook. Mm. Okay, what? Like, what it, we're not saying it's a lie, but it, I don't.
0: Yeah, no. You yeah, get you're not gonna get ways. rich with ebook. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was like, you get rich <laughs> other ways. Talk about it.
0: Exactly. It, like as someone who helps other people to publish, there are so many ways that you can monetize a book outside of the book itself. And, mm-hmm. you know, people always, the first thing that it's like, well, is it worth the investment to publish a book? Well, you're not going to get rich off of the book, whether it be an ebook or a physical book, it's what you do with the book. But yeah, yeah that's for another day. Okay. Um, what is something that other people value that you don't? About myself, or just in general, like what that general, mean? Just in general, like in general. you know, some some people value brand name purses. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, mm. I, don't
1: I don't, I don't value cars. Mm. I don't value super materialistic stuff. Like, if I want to rock it, I'll rock it, but mm. I don't value it because everything can be bought again. Mm. I value the things that can't be bought again. Hmm. Let's see. Okay.
0: What keeps you up at night?
1: Uh, the feeling that I'm not done. Mm. The feeling that uh, the potential hasn't really, really hit its peak. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps me up
0: at night. Uh, when and where are you the happiest? Lately, I would say
1: in my meditation app in uh in the Oculus, in the metaverse. Mm. You know what okay. I I'm, mean? Okay. I'm in Tokyo. I'm in Maldives or Maldives, however you ex- you say that. I was in, oh, what was what mountain was that? I was in a mountain mm-hmm. the other day. Like that, like being able to sit and be still and just enjoy, regardless of, you know, I live in a virtual world, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Regardless of the virtual real world, I've, that's made me really happy lately.
0: And last just but not still. least... What new belief, behavior, or habit has improved your life in the last five years? I would say a habit.
1: And once again, the implementing meditation Mm -hmm. and being still, especially from a creative mindset, like all you think is new ideas and what to create and what to do, to be still Mm -hmm. and just allow new ideas to come in. It's really dope. And then being very intentional with reading something every single day. Or learning something new that no matter how dope or how much other people say that you're expert or really good at what you do, that you stay a student to the game
0: mm-hmm. and
1: learn something so you stay fresh. And not just learn something when you have to go to school or when you have to go to an event or anything like that. It's just like you're intentionally learning something new every single day. That's my thing.
0: I love it. I I love both of those things. Those are two things that are on my daily self-care list. So, you know, I make sure that I do my meditation every day and I make sure that every day I read, whether it be a minimum 10 pages a day um, or 20 minutes a day, but every single day. And I usually have about three books going at once. I think I I beat my own record last year and read 21 books, I think. That's the most I've ever read in one year. Wow. That's... That's... (laughs) I'm trying to get like you. Hold on. Yeah. Was, I, used I used to be someone that could barely read one paragraph at night without falling asleep. And so I challenged myself and I said, I wanted to be able to read one book a month. And it mm-hmm. took me a couple of years to get there. And when I finally hit one book a month, I was like, okay, if I add different formats, then it may be easier on me. So I have a physical book going at once um, at the same time as an audiobook, at the same time as an ebook. So I can alternate. So I'm not mm-hmm. bored. Um, but I find that I, I get through books much quicker that way. I like
1: mm-hmm. it. I'm here first.
0: <laughs> well, I just want to thank you, Nikki, for taking the time to join us for sharing your story and your gems and your wisdom with us. I truly, truly appreciate you. And for those who are listening, go out and also listen to the Nikki and Moose podcast because I don't know if Nikki knows this, but they rank in the, the top 1% of most popular podcasts. Hey. And that's out of- I didn't know that. Point. You didn't, I didn't know that? that. Yes. No. If, yes, yes, yes. If you go to listennotes.com and punch in your podcast name, it lets you know your global ranking. So you're in the one, top 1%. And that's out of oh, yeah, what? Listen. Over 2.8 million podcasts. Hey. 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 with <laughs> that.
1: I listen, look, on this day, I will say- we ranked, uh, on Apple podcasts, 157 on the business charts. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're right. I was, yeah. yeah, I looked at that today. Like, wait, how did this happen?
0: Mm-hmm. But you, you also so have I'm to think about like con- consistency. Cause you know, there's, so they say there's 2.8 million podcasts out there. Right. But not mm. everyone is putting out regular episodes. Some people, may not be putting out weekly. Some people may be doing seasons and then they don't produce any podcasts for a while before they come back. So I found, I I was shocked when I found out that I ranked in the top 1.5%, but I realized it's the consistency over the last three years, right? Right. You know, people are coming in the game now starting their podcast, but we had that advantage. So we have, you know, multiple episodes out, multiple listeners. So, yeah. I love it.
1: Uh, I think
0: podcasting
1: is one of the dopest and I wouldn't say easy, but less stressful. Mm-hmm. I will say that. less stressful way of having an audience. because mm-hmm. it's just conversations that yes. probably out of 10 times you would have that if you didn't have a platform, you may not have been able to have these conversations. Right. So anybody who's uh, listening to this and thinks about having a podcast this year, uh, please do. Please do. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Get your voice out there. Leave your legacy. Document your journey. If you can think of, I'm going to challenge you today to three people that would receive value from hearing today's episode. Please feel free to share it with them. You can screenshot this week's episode and let us know what resonated with you. You can tag Nikki at This Is Nikki, and you can tag myself at The Real McKinney Smith, and continue to walk in your stilettos in a manner worthy of your calling.